0: Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 129 I'm your host Octavius A. Newman I am a geek culture philosopher And I still remember how to do this And I'm here with your host, Adam Hmm, what do I want to do here? Geronthal <laughs> It's a classic. (laughs) It's a classic. Adam Gerenthal Teteris. That's right. That's right. Hello, I'm Adam Gerenthal Teteris, and I do not remember how to do this. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's like riding a bike. That's what potting is like. People say that. just like riding a bike. People
1: say that. People say that. But I I know know someone who forgot to ride a bike, and I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) That shouldn't be possible. possible." (laughs) Not possible. (laughs) Or else the phrase doesn't make sense anymore. So... Nobody
0: forgot how to ride a bike. Come on. Yeah. That, that, that didn't
1: happen. Look, here's, I, I pitched this to you before we recorded the show. We had a conversation last weekend, and I pitched mm-hmm. that when we come back with the show, perhaps it would be prudent for Comic Book Junto to do what comic book industries often do and reboot the uh. universe. Uh, all new episodes, all new all numbering. New. Adam all is black different. now. Octavius ooh. is Hispanic bisexual woman. We ooh, ooh. we we have a new <laughs> inclusive cast of pundits and celebrities. And I'm just thinking, wow. you know, maybe we need a you know an all new, all different comic book Junto, new fifty two. That's my pitch. Mm-hmm. It's called all new, all different comic book Junto, new fifty two colon legacies. That's that's a lot. That's a
0: lot going on.
1: <laughs> and then after that, but, hashtag you know. hashtag uh, Snyderverse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Snyder cut of the yeah. the Snyder cut of C B J is that what the people want? Yeah. They want Justice League Snyder Cut um comic book junto that's real ones
1: i mean real ones know they've always been getting the Snyder cut of cbj because just like the Snyder cut (laughs) is we've had these four hour long episodes there's
0: there's been a couple there's been a couple long ones that's what happens when friends get together and talk though it's normal it's it's regular it is it's normal it's natural how are you how are you hanging in there i'm i'm good man listen i gotta say i enjoy being back yeah me too the mic it's good to, to talk geek stuff. It's good to talk to you. I mean, we talked about this. Yeah. In a in a weird way, Comic Book Junto is a large part of, one, our friendship. You know, like, in a lot of ways, this is the way we talk regularly. Yeah. You know, outside of text messages and jokes and YouTube clips. But that's not really talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's just passing the internet back and forth between our phones.
1: Yes. Yes, it's an exchange. And I've missed comic book junto because that is the this is the vessel through which we scrutinize and discuss and, and open up mm-hmm. those things that we're passing back and forth. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm having a great time sending and receiving links from you and Ken. But I, I want to say, man, like <laughs> right. honestly, it's probably been like half a year since I've truly critically thought about what i am consuming and i I feel guilty for even
0: saying that quite frankly adam can you expound on that a little bit when we talked a little bit about hey man we got to start this pot up again we got to do this we got to do we got to do more we got to talk one of the things you shared with me is that this was in a lot of way the nexus of how you critically think Mm -hmm. about the content and media you consume and without it Expand. Tell the internet about that a little bit, what you were telling me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it it, it goes back to that joke that I made about real ones know that this has always been the Snyderverse because we go long. And that is in stark contrast to the speed with which information travels in social media, right, online. We know that spending time on Twitter, on Instagram, refreshing your browser and reading news, right, st- right. stuff doesn't stick around for a very long time. People read it, receive it, get their hot take in, next topic. We, we just kind of move on. And I think yeah. uh, for me, comic book <clears throat> junto, apart from very much being the embodiment of, of your and my friendship, in my view, yeah. is permission granted to slow down and to discuss at greater length what we've been receiving at warp speed, you know? So, you know, you, you travel at warp speed long enough and you're like, Oh my God, I I don't even know what I've been consuming. It's been so much, you know, there's so many different things. It's difficult to focus on any one thing. And CBJ, as, as a medium that I miss. And I hope me saying this has listeners thinking, yeah, you know what? CBJ is doing that for me too. CBJ has been a facilitator so. for a slowed down discussion an opportunity to uh, really discover the in- intricacies and nuance of the things that we're consuming. The de- depth. The depth. The, we plumb the yeah. depths. So that's, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just really excited to be back here with you. Happy to see you. Happy that you know, things feel like they're changing a little bit. It's hot as hell outside. Summer is it, upon us. Is. Yes. It, it, things feel different, you know? All new, all Absolutely. different. Comic book junto, new 52, colon, legacies, hashtag Snyderverse. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, hold on. My dog is bugging out. Here. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta get Logan in on this.
0: Is Logan with you in the room? He is with me in the room, but he's like, you know, I don't know if you guys have a dog and they have like nightmares and they start making all the, Kicking the and wild squealing noises and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. come on, dude, we got a production that we're trying to put together. Yeah. You know? Well, Lo- I mean, Logan has
1: been alive for a very long time, so he's, <laughs> he's a seasoned vet. He's, re- he's reliving all of his, you know, uh, his <laughs> victories and conflicts
0: and traumas. He is named after he's Wolverine green, after all. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Let's let's talk about what, what's the thing that we're going to be going deep on. This is one of the things. Let's be honest, Internet. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I was minding my business, scrolling the interwebs, <laughs> living my life, regular old Octavius. And what do I see? Conversations of Superman. Now, here, here we go.
1: Coming. You're in the Internet. Huh? It's a bird. It's a plane.
0: It's a black man Superman playing black man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I had heard, I heard, um, oh man, you know, they're rebooting Superman. They're bringing him back and Tanahasi Coates is going to be writing Superman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, mm-hmm. Tanahasi Coates. Shout out to Tanahasi Coates. I start, right. Then I start hearing that they're going to do a black Superman. Mm-hmm. And I say, Huh. Okay. Then I hear, and help me if I understand this correctly, not just because there is a black Superman. That's right. In the multiverse. Yeah. Of DC Comics. No, no. Clark Kent, Cal L is supposed to be black. Mm -hmm. And I heard so many podcasters, so many tweets, so much commentary. And I said, that's it. We're getting the gang back together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the... Because
0: uh, I have thoughts. That's the
1: scene where Octavius jumps and slides across the uh, the hood of the car. <laughs> we <laughs> get right. back in the, the Dukes of Hazzard style.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Just no Confederate flag on the top of this joint. This <laughs> no, one's just no, like an Escalade. No. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. It's <laughs> an so Escalade sitting on them thangs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I, I was like, man, we, we have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts. And what do you know? My partner in crime, the Power Man and Iron Fist of podcasting, Adam Teteris, also has thoughts. Mm-hmm. Danny Bland. S- ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I, of course I have so thoughts. So, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. Talking about Superman in general, Clark Kent, Cal L, mm-hmm. Superman being black. That's right you know set, set the table for us adam what did what didn't i hit
1: yeah well well in in setting the table here let's just say you know to those of you who are listening to this episode and saying come on y'all this is old news they they brought this up weeks ago mm-hmm. this movie is right. very early in development that's my understanding from wb Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Tanahasi Coates, who is writing the script for this actual project, isn't even due to finish the script until December, which means like, Mm -hmm. you know, that John's going to take longer than that. And the film is in pre, 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 pre production. So this conversation will be salient for a very long time. So don't add us about coming in late on this. We got to dive into this. So yes, that seems, that seems to be the discussion, uh, mixed into the background here. We know that Zack Snyder had a vision for DC's cinematic universe, and yeah. that got very messy in a number of different ways. Uh, most recent iteration of that, of course, is Snyder's, you know, fully realized four hour plus Snyderverse mm-hmm. of Justice League, which I have not seen yet, by the way.
0: And he, and he said, and I don't know, I just want to say this to you, Adam, and internet, he cut it down to four hours. Yeah, 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 definitely. Adam, let's just take a moment. Uh-huh. You got to watch the Snyder. Crap.
1: I know, I know, I, I, I know. I to, have
0: to. Go ahead, man. Strap in.
1: I do know. It. I have to. Eventually, I have to do this. At this point, I'm looking at it almost as though it's like uh, uh, training for a marathon. I'm like, when am I going to yeah. find the time to to, to get okay. into this? But I think I need to break it up into two slivers. You know, like that's that's doable. Would you say that is doable? I, it
0: is. Okay. It is doable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's actually it's actually put out in chapters. Yeah. So I can do that. You know, it's one long thing, but you can, there are chapters that come up that you could pause.
1: Well, the reason why I bring that up is because DC as a, as an industry, uh, as storytellers for comics and for movies, they're having a lot of difficult conversations about where they go from here because they (laughs) have tried a lot. Some of it worked as a whole, it hasn't come together as cohesively as the MCU. We know that to be true and there's conversation about what happens next and that that seems to have opened the door, kicked open the door for a lot of different multiversal stories that are loosely if even at all, tied together. And I think right, right. part of the pivot here, that the hinge that makes some of these things work, is an upcoming Flash movie, and we know that Flash dabbles mm-hmm. in the multiverse, right? This yes. is run so fast, other versions of the Flash come out from different realities, tears the fabric right. of reality, and that means we right. can explore more stories and see different versions of canon. And that's where we find ourselves, as consumers of this stuff, saying, okay, it makes sense DC can course correct, instead of doing one huge cobbled together cinematic universe trying to play on what Marvel has been doing so well, now they can go in so many different directions with different flavors and different languages, filmmakers, so on, so on. That also opens up the door for this coinciding of inclusive storytelling, which we're seeing a lot in comic books and geek culture. Great. Mm -hmm. And here we are Mm -hmm. in this conversation where we find out Black Superman. Okay. Tanahasi Coates is the writer. You have my attention. And then the details of that start dripping out. And we really need to be very careful when we say what we're talking about based on a lot of assumptions, because it is definitely true that they want to make DC wants to make a Black Clark Kent focused movie. But you and I know, Octavius, that these scripts change. That all kinds yes. of things change. They took yes. the, Superman changes on screen even after they filmed him. They they took his mustache mm-hmm. out of the picture. Right, it cost him a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and like that and was, was already even after they shot the scene. So who knows what we're actually going to get? But we are going to have a conversation on the possibility, the promise of a black Clark Kent, a black Superman, which is obviously a big deal. We're, this is these are heavy items we're talking about in pop culture. This is a, a very yeah. big deal. It's, it's it's as iconic and it feels to me distinctly American. And as Superman as this American symbol, which is funny in and of itself because dude is an alien, and we all know how he Americans feel about immigrants. <laughs> yeah. So right uh, there's a right. there's a lot to 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 tear apart and tear into here. But the thing that I wanted to start with is you're minding your own business. Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, is black superman on my timeline. Mm. What is your immediate response?
0: I think that's the name of the episode. <laughs> it's a bird, it's a plane. <laughs> it's black superman on my timeline. I don't know if there's we have enough that, that many characters, but that's a good name.
1: Yeah. I mean, you as as a as a black man, as a black American. Mm-hmm. You hear this as a as a comic book fan, you hear this and you have a an, an altogether different set of reactions than someone like me, uh, who is an ally. And I say, I can't retweet this faster. Uh you know, <laughs> right. right, right uh, so right. like I, I wanna know
0: where you're coming at it with this. Well, it, it is interesting. I'm minding my own black business, <laughs> living my life. Minding your own black business Yeah, minding my own. That's good. There he is, no, mine, is my mine and my own blackness. And you know, Superman is supposed to be black. And like I said, I do the. I'm like, oh, they're probably going to do the multiverse version. Mm-hmm. Um, Calvin, Ellis. Black. Yeah, Calvin Ellis, yeah, Calvin Ellis, written
1: by Grant Morrison in I think Final Crisis. We're talking like 2008, 2009 ish. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ellis looked Octavius. He looked a lot like a Barack Obama. My man, he did. my man looks <laughs> almost he identical did. to Barack Obama. I ain't gonna hold you. We're like Barack. <laughs> yes, right. But we're not talking um, about Calvin Ellis.
0: We're talking about Clark Kent. Yes. And if I will give you my, my, my knee-jerk reaction, Clark Kent is not black. That's my knee-jerk reaction. Walk into that. I want to know more. Clark Kent. Um, so black people are not dark-skinned white people. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is something that we've said on Comic Book Junto for many moons Plenty now. of times. Black people are not dark skinned white people, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and all black people are not all the same, you know, Mm -hmm. like one black person does not represent all black folks. So one thing about Clark Kent, as we know him, the story that we have seen him in. The things he's able to do, the way he's lived his life, the way he's able to 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 move and move about the, the cabin freely, so to speak. It's a white dude. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Blue eyed, you know, six foot, I don't know, two, four husky mm-hmm. white dude from Kansas. Yeah. Farm boy, you know, walks in, gets a job at the Daily Planet. Can I do black people even work at the Daily Planet? You know what I mean? Like, not to dive all the way into it, but I have questions. Mm -hmm. You know, when I see that Tanahasi Coates is writing it, it does make me go, Well, that's at least comforting. Because Tanahasi, from talking to him on our show, from seeing him speak in other places, he, 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 and we went to go see him live. That's right. At uh, UPenn, Mm -hmm. let's see him speak. Blackness is not lost on him. Goodness <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying. He's not a guy who was just kind of like doesn't think deeply about blackness. Yeah. Uh, that gives me some comfort because I doubt very seriously that Ta-Nehisi Coates, writer of the Black Panther, writer of Captain America, I doubt that he it has not dawned on him that Clark Kent, as we know him, is not a black man. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, he he probably knows that already. Mm -hmm. So that gives me some comfort. And also hearing that they're looking for a black director, Mm -hmm. that also gives me some comfort. Right.
1: And we've seen things from DC uh, in in that direction with the Naomi series coming out. Ava DuVernay is on top of that. Mm Uh, So, you know, we know that they are looking into that space. You know, they want to do right by those creators, by those stories, by for those fans. We also know, right now, preemptively, long before it's in production, that this Black Superman project, the producer is J.J. Abrams. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) So, that is not a Black creator. So, you know, there's conversation about, well, could J.J. Abrams helm that? And I think that would be kind of tone deaf in my view. Uh, But, but yes, there's a lot of conversation about getting people in the room, the right people in the room to create this story. And then I think the question comes down to, and it sounds like what I'm hearing the answer from you is, uh, do we even want that story to be told? Is this even the correct story to be
0: told? Yeah. So um, it's kind of like it, the, what, how do I answer that question? My opinion is something a little different than the question you asked me. Mm. I would like to answer the question you're asking me, but I'd like to say something else if Please. that's okay. Yes. I am more interested in hearing, seeing, exploring stories that are written Of black characters. Mm -hmm. I'm more interested in seeing characters that are already black, that are written by black people, that are directed by black people. I'm interested in seeing characters get that popular. Yeah. That are treated that seriously. I don't feel with all of the creativity. Like when you look at hip hop, we didn't need to turn Wu-Tang Clan white. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we didn't need to go out there and go, oh, man, what if What if this white artist was black? Like, that's just not what we had to do. We got Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Michael Jackson. By the way, the Wu-Tang Clan,
1: if they were all white, they would just be called the Tang Clan. And it would be like, the, mm-hmm. you know, sponsored that's by the
0: orange drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yes. But you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, I just see, I, well, there are just so many examples yeah. of black excellence there's so many examples of amazing things. Mm-hmm. There's so much evidence that we as black people are able mm-hmm. to make amazing things, do awesome stuff. I would, I am more interested in seeing the time, energy, effort and finances put behind that. Th- those things that already exist and creators who want to make things like that. Yeah. I don't feel any necessity to make Clark Kent black. It's not necessary. and there's already plenty of other characters in the DC universe that are already black. Yeah. And there is a there is a Superman character that is black. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like we've gone through so many layers of opportunities of already existing blackness and black excellence to go all the way down to the epitome, like one of the most notice, recognizable characters in all superherodom mm-hmm. and make him black. Mm-hmm. It feels like we missed a lot of great opportunities on the way. Yeah. yeah. You didn't ask me that, but that's kind of like, no, no, we're going to make this guy black. Now, the other side of it is at the end of the day, it always comes down to, are you going to do the work? To tell a good story? Mm -hmm. And are you going to treat this concept properly? Mm -hmm. If you're going to just try to make Clark Kent exactly as he is and paint his skin black, it's not going to work. I'm going to have a problem with that. But what I would love to do is talk about what later on, I want to do it now, what they would have to do. In my eyes, in your eyes, in our eyes, to make it work. Right. Because I believe there's a way. But in a sense, you have to recreate the Superman story from scratch. Indeed. Yeah. It's completely different. It's not Clark. I mean, like you, you have to deconstruct the DC universe. You have to deconstruct Krypton and Kal-El and Metropolis and every storyline. You have to blow it apart and take all the Legos and rebuild a whole nother set. Yeah. And I'm okay with that concept. It's actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if they have the audacity slash balls to actually do that. Yeah,
1: I I would go one step further out from there and say not only do they Mm -hmm. need to completely remake the Kal-El Orton story and Krypton and Metropolis, I would say they may actually need to remake the image of America, because, as I mentioned in the beginning of this show, you know Superman is in american here truth justice uh, truth truth justice in the American way you know he's like right, he right. 's not in stars and stripes, but I feel like the United States in particular see him as our boy, and That's you know, right. he was raised in Kansas, and he you rose to if greatness. Superman, black,
0: you can't call him boy. And so, oh, yeah, you, you can't,
1: can't even <laughs> you can't call you can't him our boy. Even. No, and I, I, mean? I think, I think you know what that means is the way that uh, Superman as a character was was received and championed and looked at uh, as the the pinnacle of American ideals. Um, you know, those things just change flatly when you're having a conversation about a black Superman with those power sets, with that, uh, um, that feeling of responsibility or of morality, right? Mm-hmm. And so therefore, mm-hmm. if we're keeping that uh, you know, golden age Superman, what this country loves him, he stands for what is right, well, I think America has to get rewritten too, because then we're having very different conversations about the way that America views black people in general. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I don't want. I don't want a story about Clark Kent being black where all he does is struggle and suffer and people don't respect him. And while I find that that would probably be a more realistic version of putting him in the world that we live in right now, I don't want that shit. I really don't. I you know that that's I mean, pretty brutal. And I I wonder I hear you. And like as a as a what if thought process, you know, what what would it look like if Clark can't wear black. Would he even be championed at all? Would people come to his side? I mean, that's we, the question. The, exactly. That is the question. Those are the questions, and and those are the questions that I think need to be dealt with. But I'm of the mind that uh, I I hope there will be kind of an Afrofuturist notion here of what greatness hmm. looks like and what a world that champions this hero could look like, and hopefully mm-hmm. n- more of that, and hopefully less of we wouldn't care for him. You know, he, he, we would kick him to the curb immediately. You know, I, I well, just think it would be, so, what a painful exercise. And at that point, it's a totally different piece of art, you know, and understandably, well, if somebody wants to tell that yeah. story, if, if, you know, if Ta-Nehisi Coast wants to tell that story, let the man tell that story because he doesn't shy away from those difficult conversations. I remember speaking no, with him not. at that event where we specifically mentioned uh, how he was about to begin writing Captain America. We weren't allowed to talk about that at the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we, you and I, were a little itchy about that because Captain America had just come off this run of being Hydra. And there right. were a lot of negative feelings about that depiction and that that twist in the comics. And ta Coates looked at that down the barrel and said, you know, he's not going to be able to run away. He can't run away from that. You know and I'm going to force him to face the repercussions. Yeah.
0: That gave me peace that he was going to hold him to it. He wasn't going to let him out of that.
1: Right. Which is why I believe if he is the... The man working on the screenplay, you know, I think it will have a, a, a courage and an understanding and a thoughtfulness mm. that I, I dream will be, I hope, will be received and picked up on by whoever realizes that vision, right? It's really got yeah. to, it has to justify itself because it has a lot to justify. Because otherwise, why aren't we telling this? Why aren't we getting a Jon Stewart Green Lantern movie instead? Why don't we get Jon Stewart? A, a black man from America who goes on to cosmic greatness and where he says, everybody celebrates Clark Kent. He ain't even from here. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> like, <laughs> he ain't even, he ain't, he don't even go here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. And I, I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think there are a lot of different angles to attack this and I worry about it because if it is this yeah. passive allyship where people are just saying, why not, Well, Miles Morales is doing well, so well, hold on, Miles Morales is a different character correct a- and and his origin is aware of that and and yes. his 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 come up and his responsibility, his understanding of yes. who he is in the world will right. never forget who he is in the world and i I'm, I'm with you. it can't just be you know uh, uh, as they call it in. Uh, fighting video games it can't be a palette swap you know new costume mm-hmm. new colors mm-hmm. so um right i don't think ta goats would ever be responsible for something so lazy as a palette swap
0: i worry about the other yeah. pieces of the puzzle you know who who is up to task right right that's what's interesting about it exactly it's not a ta thing because part of me is like from what i've read of Tanahasi from when I've seen him speak, you know what I mean? Like like Tanahasi is a dude who's courageous. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think unflinching is the way that I would describe him. Yes. You know what I mean? He kind of looks you right in the eye and says what he says and mm-hmm. thinks what he thinks and says it out loud. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that about him. So I part of what I'm hopeful for is that if Tanahasi's doing this, Tanahasi's gonna go, okay. I, I remember he said He's like, there's some things that characters say that I don't even like that they're saying them, Mm -hmm. but it's not up to me. It's what the character would actually say. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I appreciate that. So if that's the guy who's doing this, I got to believe he's got an idea. Mm -hmm. He's got an angle, you know? Yeah. And what I would like to do is I would like to kind of play like, um, armchair, you know, uh, you know, armchair quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know how what, you do it. I I could have told you yeah. how to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like what? What do you think? I and mean, because well, before I get to that, part of it is I'm not worried about Tanahasi. Like you not. say, I'm worried about all of the red tape, all of the suits, all of the rest of the stuff that it has to go through to actually become realized. That's what I'm worried about. Because I, that's yeah. the stuff. Yeah. I'm here yeah, I'm, I'm just. The I want
1: to say. You know. I'm. I'm glad you said the red tape specifically. Use that phrase because we know how organizations get when there's money involved and when there's reputation right. and commerce and fans and fan reaction right. there are focus groups for this shit There, you know they go through a lot of time and effort and money to make sure that they are going to get money back right and we yeah. are living in this time where it's a very precarious line between people saying things like black lives matter and other people saying like well what about everybody else and companies exactly. won't be brave and they won't yeah. back this stuff up they don't do the work so when I get nervous it's that phrase you used about red tape, I can't think of a pop culture icon that has more red tape around it Mm. than Superman. Because I think Superman is American idealism. And we love to tell our own Mm -hmm. myths about Mm -hmm. what that is versus what we think it is versus what it actually is. And so when you say, when anyone says, we are making a movie about a black Superman, what I hear is, Uh, a bank saying I'm putting a rainbow flag on our pens for pride Mm -hmm. month. And it's like, you Mm -hmm. know, there's gotta be more than that. You know, you know that there's gotta be some, some courage. You've got to break rules. You're, you have to say we're going to piss a lot of people off,
0: but it's the only way to do it. Are you willing to? Yeah. Are you willing to? So let's talk about what it would look like. Mm Mm-hmm. If we, if we are going to sit here, because we've done this on other episodes before, sometimes it's a little less intentional though. We kind of just like find our, th- find our way there. Like when we fixed love it th- too. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why don't you just do this? <laughs> Simple. I get it. Done well, that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about what it would take in order to make Cal L black. Uh huh. One of the references. Just the starting place, an already existing form that I can point to that's ki- that's kind of close is Superman red sun mm-hmm go on Superman red sun is what if instead of landing in Ma and Pa Kent's you know cornfield, what if that ship landed in Russia yeah and what's I, why I bring that up is because. He's completely different. Mm-hmm. He's not just, I have a Russian accent now. Like, no, his perspective is different. Mm-hmm. So, similarly, like Clark Kent, first of all, what is even <laughs> Krypton? Mm-hmm. If black Superman, if black Cal L, does that mean his father's black? Right. Does that mean his mother's black? Does that mean. Krypton is full of black people? Mhm. Are there black and white people? Like we have to go all the way back there. We got to go way back to that. You know? Yes. I, yeah. What does that mean for what does that mean for Zod? What does that mean for, you know, Supergirl? What does that mean for, you know, like all of this stuff? Now, did he land in Kansas? Mm-hmm. Or did he land somewhere else? Right. Right. Where did he actually land? Sure. <laughs> That's a question. Is is it mine Podkin. Or is it my pa Jenkins? (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? You feel what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is some of the questions that I have that that we got to get into. Did he get raised by black people? Did he get raised by white people? Right. Mm -hmm. What do you think about what I'm saying? Well,
1: I'm so glad that you brought up questions about Krypton because I did pull up an article that I found to be pretty interesting in terms of this possible (gasps) forecast. Wait. How to retell this story? Is this about melanin? ask tell me does this sir, factor in melanin? sir you know you know where i'm <laughs> headed with this okay you okay, know where I i'm see. headed with this okay so of course you I know see. we're having this conversation and you shared a, an article with me from hollywood reporter which details financially the business the economics the names associated you know this is what warner brothers media mm-hmm. is doing these mm-hmm. are the plans it's pretty neutral right i'd say it's it's optimistic because it's a business thing that will be lucrative, but it's pretty neutral in terms of commenting on how would this work? What is this? Does anybody want this? So what I did is I, I was fishing around for some thoughts online, big mistake, should never do that. And, uh, I did find a very interesting article on Forbes.com. Okay. Written by a science communicator. So a, a scientist who helps teach other scientists how to explain their ideas to people like you and me. Okay. Right. Um, okay, so, you know, he's already our kind of person, right? He's somebody who tries to break down these big concepts mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. allow people to learn. and Explain uh, it to me like I'm a third grader. His man is named J.V. Shamari. and Apologies if I butcher your last name. And he posits something that I think is very interesting about why, scientifically speaking, in his belief, a black Superman makes plenty of sense because mm, okay. All right. okay. what he says is Kryptonians are ostensibly plants. They're like plant people. They're powered by the sun in a way photos okay. You know? Okay. So they're powered by the sun okay. in a in a similar way that, you know, plants use photosynthesis and, you know, instead of chlorophyll, you know, they 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 look more humanoid. But the reality is is Kryptonians are not humans. They're not Earth people, right? Correct. So it stands to reason right. that you are aliens. You, yeah, they're aliens. They have their own science, their own world, their own physics. It stands to reason that that stuff could carry through when you're writing sci-fi or fantasy or whatever. So he's saying, all right, well, in that case, Superman is, is kind of like a plant person, but he's not green because he's, he, he wouldn't be from Earth. Plants are on Earth and they're green and this is what chlorophyll looks like and how it works. But if he's using that similar kind of science, then he might have a pigment that receives energy in a fuller spectrum from the mm-hmm. sun. More so, okay. he points out something that I think is kind of interesting, which is Krypton was a planet that uh, was getting its power from a dying star. And the concern was that that giant was going to blow up and they were their their society was doomed, right? Right. And so right. he says the ancestors of Kalel evolved on a world orbiting a star that radiated less light over time. And for Kryptonian Mm -hmm. cells to absorb radiation, which they get power from, they would need a darker pigment to capture a broad spectrum of wavelengths in light. He goes on to quote a NASA scientist named Nancy Kiang, evolution might favor a greater variety of photosynthetic pigments to pick out the full range of visible and infrared light. With little light reflected, plants might even look black to our eyes. So it is a plausible scenario that Superman's skin could contain a pigment that works like chlorophyll, but appears black in color instead of green. Now, here's why I thought this was interesting. He's- Wasn't it just something where black people were supposed to get
0: powers because That's
1: of... Right. <laughs> yes, it what, what was this, like solstice <laughs> or something, right?
0: Yeah, I guess I'm still waiting like, for my mutant genes to activate because I haven't received mine yet. Well, I think maybe it's so like, so we'll like the IRS and they just kind of backed up this year. Okay, that could be
1: it. <laughs> you got a lot of people. My time my time could be coming. Yeah, unless maybe you need to go somewhere to get it. You know, you, you got to go to the DMV, <laughs> right. but specifically right. <laughs> to be like, uh, let me get certified. I should have gotten those powers when the moon
0: eclipsed, the sun, so right. on so on. Yeah, so on. I'm still waiting for my uh, my stimulus check mm-hmm. and my uh, mutant powers.
1: Well, maybe we just need to wait. You know what? We're talking about Black Superman. We might just be talking about you, Octavius. We just need <laughs> to wait for those things <laughs> to come through.
0: Come on now. Yeah. You might be
1: on to something. I wanted to bring up this article, and I want to know what you think about this article, but I wanted to bring up this article because I like the notion that someone is doing some work and thinking about the origin and why we as fans, we kind of take for granted that Clark Kent is a white
0: man, but he's from another planet. He could virtually well, that's look what like we've all... any old but, guy, you but know? But that's what I'm saying. That's what right. I'm saying. That goes to show, like the superhero alien that comes from another world is a white dude mm-hmm. matt damon's everywhere he's even in krypton everywhere yep at the bottom of the ocean on other distant planets
1: yeah Yep. and that is in the in story the desert, that you know in china white folks have told. how did matt damon get to china Well, how did that happen <laughs> yeah according to the movie it was like a really long bungee cable that he was jumping <laughs> off of the great wall with <laughs> Saving people. <laughs> and he created bungee jumping in China? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I, I thought this was an interesting idea, and then I dove into it a little bit more, and I found that the original article that J.V. Shamari wrote was written in 2016. And now this conversation has come back because now there are real plans. They're going pedal to the metal and making this a film. And he's like... Pedal metal? Re- to the metal.
0: That's right. Real plant. Did you catch? Was that, was that on purpose or was yeah, that a mistake? That wasn't
1: on purpose, but they're going plant pedal Real to the metal. Real plants,
0: pedal to the metal. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see. That was, if that wasn't on purpose, you just claim that one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take you that. You claim though. that. I will take that. But he's, uh, you know, he's positing like, look, I was talking about this in 2016. And if people don't like this idea of just changing the colors, well, what if we worked on science? Like, here's why the powers would work or something along those lines. Now, I'm not saying that. J.B. <laughs> Shamari should be writing <laughs> alongside Tana Explain to I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, not not black, saying that. a plant. The reason why That's what you I think Ta-Nehisi this no, but the reason why I think this is interesting and by his own ad- admission, this is a conversation about science and powers, and it has mm-hmm. no regard at all for race as a social construct. He's saying, "Well, here's the science," but the bottom line is, you can come up with the science. Race doesn't exist exclusively as science in the world that we live in. There's a lot more involved. Long, complex, sordid, embarrassing history. It's not just biology. There's other stuff. And so while I appreciate... The, this, the, the work that he's doing to put in this, segment, well, well, he's a plant mm-hmm, person anyway. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But I also think this is missing a really big piece. And like I said, by his own it's admission, he is not yeah. being ignorant. He's just saying one side of it, but it's definitely not the point. There's so much more involved. And I appreciated a scientist saying, well, here's what I think, but that's not the complete picture, you know? Yeah. How, how does that strike you a uh, uh, plant person you know black skin uh, think, receives more radiative <laughs> plow powers
0: i mean nah like because you can't <laughs> have to do that to make him white you see all the hoops you got to jump through you know what i mean you gotta jump through all these hoops you got to make him a plant he can't even be black yeah he gotta be a plant he gotta be black by mistake mm, sure you know what i'm saying like sure. you gotta think like when you make superman white you don't have to you, you don't think through all of that stuff he's just white right
1: Because you don't have to explain
0: it to anybody. It's because
1: white has always been held as normal.
0: Yeah. No one has to ask, well, you know, why does he... Does he have to tan? Why does he... Like, no one has to do all that. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to make Clark Kent black, Mm -hmm. these are the questions you have to deal with. Like, because this is the stuff that I would assume you have to make sense of. Mm -hmm. Like, so is, you know, Krypton a representation of all kinds of different cultures and ethnicities throughout the world? Right. You know what I mean? Like, but either way... The big picture of what we would have to deal with is we'd have to deal with the culture of this person or this alien now. Mm-hmm. And we'd have to br- put this alien that is black, that looks like an African-American. He's going to be in a world where his blackness is going to be relevant. Y- y- you're going to have to live in a world, slavery, systemic oppression. Mm mm-hmm. Jim Crow, you know what I mean? Straight up and down racism, systemic racism, all the rest of that stuff. And you're going to make the most, basically the most powerful being in the entire Justice League. Yeah, A six foot two, four, 200 some pound, rippling muscled black man in a world that hates black people, that has enslaved people that look like him. Yeah and that character has to reconcile with that by by default because the world if you put him in a world where no one acknowledges that this character floating above them is black then you just totally aren't addressing it that, or you've created
1: a bigger fantasy
0: than just this one character you know yeah like the, the biggest fantasy is not that you believe that a man can fly you believe that a black man can You've envisioned Obama, a
1: world where the slave trade did not occur.
0: Right. That, yeah. Like that Barack is, it's Barack Obama can be president without right. dealing with racism and all the rest of that kind of stuff. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. look at anybody who's successful. Serena Williams being, a, being one of the best tennis players on earth, if not the GOAT. Look at what she's had to deal with. Like, oh, look yeah. at any example of black excellence. It always comes with some sort of opposition mm-hmm. and your blackness being addressed mm-hmm. in some sort of way. And, and, and scrutinized and interrogated and why and how come. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we definitely have to deal with his blackness, his actual culture. You know what I mean? Is he going to be raised by black people? Assume, let's assume he is. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different Clark Kent. Because yeah. a large part of what makes Clark, why is Clark Kent not Omni-Man? Yeah. You know? Watch go watch go watch slash read invincible if you don't know what i'm talking about yeah but why is clark kent not someone who's like i don't care about these people
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know Mm -hmm. maybe because he grew up in a black community maybe because what does it look like for you to develop those powers in a black community Mm -hmm. what is that even like yeah what does it look like for you to deal with racism and be able to basically crack the world in half, what does it look like to be an angry, the justifiably angry, furious black man with the mm-hmm. powers of a God? Yeah. It's basically saying, what if God was black? Hmm. Mm hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not yeah. literally. If you believe in God, like the creator of the universe, but what if a, a character with godlike powers?
1: Yeah, had no. Lived we're, the black we're talking experience. the pantheon of gods. You know, we're talking Zeus. Yeah. We're
0: talking about modern mythology. So yes, absolutely, yeah. of course, had lived the life of a black person. Right? Has black family members? Has black friends? Lived mm-hmm. in a black community. Yeah. Seen struggle. Like, this is kind of the Black Panther conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. This is kind of like when, uh, is it N'Jobu? Is that was his name? Uh, he, the I Wakandan the who, who took up issue with. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was uh, like, hey, why are we doing anything about this? Exactly, like, yeah. You know, like, I'm, I got, we got to help these people. If we had put all our stuff together, we could actually do something to help them. Like, I believe that that Clark Kent isn't going to feel the same about the government. Right. Isn't going to be like, hey, man, we want you to be on our side. I don't even know if you're on my side. Right. I don't even know if you're on our side. Right. Or, I mean, <laughs> this whole conversation, like, how are black people going to re- respond to him? Mm-hmm. Not just white people. Sure. How are other black people going to receive him? Sure. You know, are yeah. they going to say, are they going to call him an Uncle Tom? Right, Are they going to call him a coon? Right. Are they going to call him, like, you know what I mean? Or is That's it, a whole you know, is another... it, would, would this
1: be someone who is setting an impossible standard and making it harder for right. your average black person in the world? Or is, it, is his stature and power emanating and influencing other people and inspiring them to strive toward greatness, which I think is what, like, the idea of Clark Kent was always supposed to do, right? Anyone can yeah. be this great, but, but also n- not really. Only if you're from another planet, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I think it, all of these are really interesting can questions. I say, wait, can I say one last thing? Yes. Is he even able to get a job at the Daily Planet?
1: Well, now here, I got an answer for that. Can he even get a job? Where does he even work? La- Lawrence Fishburne played Perry White. in. Uh, okay. So, I mean, we know you got at least one. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, is he was Morpheus, <laughs> he so got the one. The,
0: requisite, the prerequisite is a lot. <laughs> well, if you can be Morpheus, you can lead the Daily Planet. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, even thinking about stuff like that, like, where did you go to school? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who did, who who raised you? Because mm-hmm. part of Clark kent is his character. Ah, oh, you know, you know what I mean? Like how does he not splatter people across the room who call him nigger? Sure. yeah. How does he not? The level of or does, What kind of person is he? Like what, what you know what I mean? Like who is this black? if you make him black and give him the black experience? That's a different story altogether. So that's what I would be interested in seeing. If you're going to do it, Mm -hmm. let's do it. Let's make a God black and let's make him go through the black experience Mm -hmm. and grow up in it with the powers and get to the point where he is Superman. And then how does he address a Justice League that's full of white people? Sure.
1: Or, you is know, you, in, in that world, are there more black superheroes like him? Is Wonder Woman right. black? Is Green Lantern, is it spe- specifically Jon Stewart? Is Hawkman black? Is Aquaman black? Are we, are we saying that blackness is, you know, greater and more pervasive and of greater power and higher regard throughout
0: the universe in which we have a black Superman, a black Clark Kent? <gasps> Which is funny saying that because someone, you I could hear somebody saying, no, why would you say that? Right. Well, it sure seems like that in the DC universe, doesn't it? Right. In the DC universe, it seems like, hmm, there's an uneven amount of powers that are being doled out to white people in comparison to black people and pretty much anybody else. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does that happen? Is, are you telling me that only white people are empowered? Only white people and metahumans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like these are the th- kind of things right. that I think you would have to be exploring. Exactly. In order to make, not, you don't necessarily have to cover every bit and piece of it, but you need to address it and understand that me being black is completely different than if I was white. Yeah. Walking down the street, getting a job, going to the store, having a kid, going applying like let alone i mean me being the size that i am and speaking the way i do and standing the way i do i remember my mother telling me octavius you are big you are black and you are articulately spoken Mm -hmm. you are going to scare people yeah and i remember being like why would i i I didn't even do anything Mm -hmm. and it's like octave it's not about that this is the world you live in can you imagine how small people are going to feel to see a massive Superman hovering above them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, but, but this is the stuff that I think if you're going to do it, you can't just paint them black yeah. and make them smile. Right. And go have a good day, ma'am. Like, yeah, we can't do Henry
1: Blaville. That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going Oh, work. my gosh. I, I'm with you. And I, I, I think the bottom line is if we're going to do it, like you said, we have to start at the root. Yeah. Who is Superman besides a Kryptonian who can uh, lift cars and jump over towers? And a good guy because Ma and Pa raised him right. Right. If we start at the root, Superman is one of the first if not the first commercial comic book superhero successes. Mm-hmm. 1938, Action Comics, it, he was an encapsulation of a story that American youths were telling themselves and were being told and caught on based on the notion of... Fantastic ideals, what it is to be a great person, a responsible person, how one wields power. It was a story about Americans being told by marginalized people, being told by Jewish creators, and right. you know, with, with aspirations of what greatness could look like in this country. If we're going to do a Black Superman story, not only does the origin story of Clark Kent have to change in dramatic ways. There has to be a sharp interrogation of the popularity of comic books entirely, of -hmm. the stories that we have been telling ourselves for this entire time, from 1938 and even before that, on until where we are right now, where superhero movies are... You know one one in four movies is a superhero flick based on a comic book right wow. you know what i mean that's a made up statistic, but it feels that way and i I think you know when we're when we're making this attempt, we have to really radically scrutinize that in one of two ways either it is a pretty traumatic depiction of how different things would be if if this character if these stories were focused on a powerful black man, L- very literal black power, right? If if we if we are doing that, then that's probably going to be a challenging, difficult depiction, and I'm sure a lot of people will have a hard time because there are a lot of different experiences within the black experience. And then right. next to that, the other option in my mind is pure fantasy. I'm saying a point mm-hmm. in which uh, Superman uh, Clark Kent is growing up as a black man, at a certain point in time, he realizes like, oh, I am extremely discontent with the world that I live in and I just remembered Mm -hmm. that I can reverse time and I fly (laughs) backwards around the world so long that we skip over the whole racism bit. He's going all the way back to the very, very beginning. He's like, yeah, we got to do this different though. And, you know, like that is a pure, massive, deep fantasy in which the Mm -hmm. world that we live in is fundamentally not the one that you and I currently live in. And I think people will have a really difficult time with that too about you know total fantasy a a break apart from the world that we actually live in uh, and escaping for something else there's absolutely no way and we know this about comics there's no way to make everyone happy and that's when we're dealing with fandoms that are based on pretty trivial identity politics right yeah like his suit doesn't look like that yeah that kind of stuff and then we're getting into a much greater contested area where I see the power in being able to tell this story, but it is going to be a long and difficult road. And I don't have full faith. I hate to say this. I don't have full faith that DC is going to commit to the
0: bit, so to speak. But I think it's okay to not have faith because there's reason to not have faith. Yeah. I do also believe, I have two things I want to say. I do believe this is a great opportunity with a guy like Ta-Nehisi Coates and a great, great, great eh, a great black director mm-hmm. to tell a story of black excellence, yeah. in a way that we have not seen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If they do it right, mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to show the honesty of what it would look like to deal with this kind of stuff. Have power in what you would do with it, mm-hmm. and also show the limitations, and actually give Superman some stakes. Give Superman something to care care about other than Lois Lane. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, I'm so lonely. Oh, I can't get a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, that's oversimplifying, Superman. But it's like, my only problem is, you know, I'm a nerd. or Like, that's not Superman. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, giving him something else to wrestle with. Yeah. Like, man, I can't punch racism. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I can't punch systemic racism. Right. I have to deal with it, all these powers, all this stuff, all these things that I can do, but there's still something that I care about that these powers themselves can't fix. Now, who am I, what do I do, how do I overcome, how do I deal with? There's a great opportunity to see him look at the heroes that came before him. Mm -hmm. What did this black hero do? What did that black hero do? Can you imagine that scene where he's taking these lessons and these things, like Ma and Pa Kent, are like teaching him about character, teaching him about his history, his ancestry? You know, you may be from another planet, son, but here, this is our history. This is this is making me emotional. Just saying it. That is it. That, you know that is mean? an
1: extremely interesting thread to pull on because now you have someone who appears to be a black person coming to the United States, coming to earth and mm-hmm. being, you know, a part of a, a broader stereotype, Um, you know, being associated with a community that he doesn't even have a history with. Right. S- so to speak and becomes a defender or an emblem, an avatar for a community that he was not raised within. And in some ways mm-hmm. I think that's a powerful metaphor for, you know, Uh, uh, people who are black who don't necessarily have direct ties to their ancestors, to their roots may not ever feel like they have close association or even an understanding of where they came from and who their, Mm -hmm. who their elders Mm -hmm. were. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's not like those people are aliens from another planet, but I bet some days it kind of feels that way. To a
0: certain extent. Well, I will say to a certain extent, I was talking about this with some, you know, some associates in there like oh yeah you know i'm from here and i am from there and i'm just like Mm -hmm. i don't even know yeah right i don't even know where i'm from farthest i can track it back is my grandfather's grandfather fled atlanta georgia Mm -hmm. running from slavery Mm -hmm. and that's all i I got yeah that's all i got yeah we just found that my family just found that out right so there's an aspect of like You know what I mean? Like, your whole planet is destroyed. Yes. Yes. You can't even go back if you wanted to. Exactly. You were the last representation of Krypton. Yeah. And now, here, well, who are my people? And growing up and finding out and being taught, like, hey, you're really not from here. Mm -hmm. But being given this education about black history and all of that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and then finding out, you're different, son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like him having some sort of scenario and being like, you're different than everybody else. If you go out there and you do that with them, the outcomes and the consequences for you are going to be different. Him being like, what do you mean, dad? Like, what are you trying to say? And he's like, your your friends are not bulletproof like you are. They'll kill you out here, but you won't die. Can you imagine that scene? And him being having to wrestle with like me being black, there's a certain burden of life but my powers kind of make me practically exempt from it but experientially i'm not exempt and the people i love and the people i care about i can't even they can't even execute the same consequences on me they they came with them like what kind of burden is that for you to deal with you know what i mean so i think it's a great opportunity to, to in a sense that with great power must also come great responsibility clark You know what I mean? Without, without struggle, there's no progress. What to the, what to the Negro is the 4th of July. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing, that whole concept, like what, what is all of this stuff to us? What does it mean? So that when he goes out there and he has that moment where he straps on and he finds, you know, he puts on the suit and he goes out there like who is Clark Kent now? Mm -hmm. Not farm boy, (laughs) <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's a different mm-hmm. dude yeah yeah I'm, i mean so i think it's a great opportunity this if is, you do it right this is Force why i value to completely blow it you, you are 100
1: right it, it is this is like uh the the biggest uh polarity in possible outcomes <laughs> you could do something truly incredible that's going to you know, shake the world a little bit, or at least our, our little slice of pop culture. Or you could do right. something that is really going to take stuff for granted and, and <laughs> screw it up real bad. And it's, this, is, this is why I value comic book Junto, because th- this news finds its way in my timeline, and I have a lot of complex thoughts that become expressed as, mm, I don't know. And then I just kind of move on to the next thing. And now here we are saying, well, it's not necessarily binary like this. It's not like this is a good idea, this is a bad idea. This is an extraordinarily complicated idea. And I need to see you, WB, you, whomever is producing, directing, so on, Mm -hmm. understand Mm -hmm. the weight of what you are doing. Truly reckon with it and understand. I have been surprised by DC in this space Thinking back to the HBO Watchmen series. Correct. I did not, would never, ever say to you, Ach, or say to myself or anyone, I believe uh, uh, comic book fans and writers will be able to successfully make a, uh, 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 a cutting commentary on race in America yeah. using yeah. Watchmen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's just no way I ever would have believed that. I I, I would say I did not believe it was possible. And I've seen a truly exceptional version of that, which I think Watchman was. I think it, it swung really big swings. Yep. It even deals with yep. the iconography of Superman in that yes. series. And, it, yes. and I think it took big risks and understood the risks and the weight that was associated. It doesn't, it doesn't always win on every single one. Some of the parts are a little, I don't know what they're doing with this here, but I think it understood the material. I've mm-hmm. also seen yeah. a less absolute success in that space with uh, Marvel's Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they take very big swings and sometimes they knock it out of the park, but they Mm -hmm. don't always knock it out of the park. And there's, a, I think, a greater diversity of opinion on the Falcon and Winter Soldier in terms of having conversations of what is it to be a black man, a black American, who is taking the mantle of a superhero that is imbued with great respect and power and authority and Americanism. And... I think we have seen some some examples of this done well, less well, badly and Superman is like the the pinnacle. This is like hard mode. Like oh, you, mm-hmm. you see yeah. you see what yeah. y'all were doing. This is yeah. hard mode, you know? So I uh yeah, I wonder. I really truly wonder. I know one thing. Well, uh uh Michael B Jordan we, you know, we've talked about this on the pod. I'm sure there was an episode in which we mentioned this rumor that he could potentially play Khalil and he is yeah. he has said no. I will be watching this film. I will not be suited yeah. up for this one.
0: They flat out asked him. He said no. Do you believe him? I
1: don't know. I think he'll play Vegeta first. Okay. Okay. Killmonger was was wearing Vegeta's outfit. I'm just saying he's an anime guy.
0: You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Here's what I will. I want to say one other thing before we close this out. Yeah. I think if DC has a unique opportunity, he has a unique opportunity to do stories like this, to do one offs. This is a version of comic bookdom that we haven't seen really done in movies where in comics we know you can just pick up a a one shot Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what if yada yada earth 2 earth 47 Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not mad at the concept but part of what happens in those comics is they kind of flesh it out a little bit more they don't just kind of go all right well you know he's he's black it's like no like if spider-man was the punisher if frank castle became the punisher I mean, if Frank Castle became Spider-Man, A, B, C, 1, two, three, all of these things would change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't just put a Punisher logo on Spider-Man's suit and go, he's the Punisher now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I do think that DC has an interesting opportunity to not even only do this with Superman, Clark Kent, making him black or African-American or whatever. But they can explore other things. They can take this stuff and twist it and take the genre of superhero movies and really go different places with it. Mm -hmm. Like, not that this is the same thing, but have you seen Mitchell's versus the Machines? Yes. Yeah. Love it. Mitchell's versus the Machines did some different stuff. Yeah. For sure. Did some different things with like, hey, this is going to be the family, you know, ro- you know, adventure, you know, on the road movie, but they just did different things and tried different stuff and they made a really, really, really good movie, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Not animated movie. Same thing with Spider-Verse. They did different stuff. They took the things that we know, they bent them, they twisted them, they represented them differently. They did different stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Warner Brothers DC has a chance to do that with this and more things. Mm-hmm. Try stuff. Yes. Flesh it out. Let them make a really good movie. Don't be so tied down to, well, Clark Kent is this. Well, Superman is that. If you're going to make them black, man, blow it up. Mm-hmm. You basically, basically what you're like, kind of like what they did with Logan. It's kind of like, can I tell this kind of story, but We'll just call him Logan and put claws in his hands. Right. Sure. Okay, fine. But at the end of the day, it was just like, just let me tell whatever story I want to tell. Yeah. And if I have to put an a men skin on it to get it told, sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's the angle. Tell whatever story you want to tell. Just skin it with Superman. Yeah. And then it'll probably be way better than trying to like, well, what, well, what is the Superman thing? Like, take Superman as you know and throw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. And then just skin it with Superman when you're done. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I That's agree That's what with I'm you. excited about the opera, because they kind of did that with Joker. I, I, was, I was, was about did that to with name
1: Joker. Joker as well. I think uh, they it's it it's yet to be seen how this plays out, but we're seeing a very similar uh, direction for the new Suicide Squad movie from James Gunn, where right. we have seen Suicide Squad before, and it was a flop, and there was a lot involved in trying to make it work for the audience, and it, it felt like it was a movie made by a committee that didn't know what, anyone wanted. And now we're seeing something that has a more vibrant, creative vision, a more committed, creative language. And we'll see how that pans out. Joker was a huge success. As much as I I don't want to admit that I think that was a a change in the paradigm for DC, I think it was very much that. They're testing the water and seeing what kind of experimental takes on these properties can we we go for. And that is what I want to see. I know we have said this in the past. DC has been primed for this approach for a long time. And and the moment that I became disillusioned with their ability to jump on this opportunity is when they took Rick Famuyiwa off of the Flash movie. Because I thought, mm-hmm. now, see, you're backing down. You, like right. you. I don't know what the particulars were of that. I don't know if Rick was like, you know what? I'm busy. I don't want to deal with all this mess. Or if there was something mm-hmm. else. But you know, I, I imagine the way that that panned out is they were backing down from the experimental tone. And now I see things have kind of fallen down and they need to sort through the rubble and figure out how they can make things work. I got a little nervous when I saw that Snyderverse was A, being received well, and B, making that money back. You know, (laughs) like people were starting up HBO Max. The reason I was nervous is one, I I don't like Snyder. You know this, we all know this. And two, I was thinking- Army of the Dead though. I, I, I would like to see Army of the Dead. But two, the thing is, I didn't want uh dc to be like oh maybe we should dip back mm-hmm. into that mm-hmm. i don't want you to get the wrong idea from this and if anything maybe the vision there or the success story there is let your creator truly take the reins let them speak if they, they're right wrong or indifferent allow them to commit to their vision Even if it's in four, three aspect ratio, you know, like (laughs) just let them do, let them do what they want to do. And I I do hope WB is seeing it in that way. I genuinely hope they are because the characters that they have in their stable, the ones that are powerful and universal, your Batman, your Superman, your Wonder Woman- Those characters are really difficult to rewrite in American optics because they have so much Mm -hmm. associated with them. If they really want to commit to breaking them down and building them in in new images, they have to get very bold. And in the meantime, taking it all the way back to the beginning of our conversation, y'all got a multiverse of characters that you can tap and experiment with. So. I I would like to see more of that. I would like to see more opportunity. And maybe this is kind of the farm league that they use CW for. You know what I mean? Like they see how things test. Mm. Does anybody care about this before they sink that motion picture money into it? I I don't really know. But I I hope they commit. You know, I, I hope they take this 10 and 2, hands on the wheel, really, really believe in what you're doing understand the weight of what you're doing. Anything less than that is going to be a cop-out. And you can't afford to cop-out on something so serious as black Superman.
0: Right. Black Clark, Clark Kent, to be specific. Uh, no, but Internet Henry Blaville. No. <laughs> but But internet, I think that I would like to hear what you guys think about this discussion. And a couple questions for you. Do you want to see... A black Clark Kent, Superman. Do you have opinions on it? Do you agree with Adam and I, or do you think nah, skin and black, put it, put it, give him a new suit, same story. Mm-hmm. You know, how would you do it if you were going to do it? At Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Teteris, at Comic Book Junto, let us know your thoughts on this whole discussion. Indeed, and. um We look forward to hearing from you guys, and we look forward to continuing to do the pod on a more regular basis.
1: That's right. Yeah, Octavius and I, we have agreed that we want to come back and do this consistently again. This year has come and gone. It's been a difficult and dark one, but I feel like there's some light at the end of the tunnel. We're bathing in it a little bit, and we have some ideas for shows we want to be more focused on, as you've seen in this episode, instead of doing the rundown of every little thing that has happened in this past week month, a year. Uh, we want to go on go in on one thing that, you know, we feel passionately about. So if there's something that you want to hear us right. talk on, you know, we're probably going to say, no, not
0: interested. <laughs> not necessarily. But you can still not share. Necessar- <laughs> not necessarily. Yes. Not necessarily. No. But I would say if there are topics that come up, if there are things that are going on in the fandom world, That you want to hear us talk about TV show because we're you know we got stuff we got TV shows we want to talk about movies we want to talk about Mm -hmm. you know different events different topics that we want to talk about Mm -hmm. so if there are things that you want us to talk about or you would like to hear our opinions on or you just think that we would find interesting or could like pique our curiosity to the point where we want to look more into it or discuss at Octavius A. Newman that's me at Adam Teteris we'd love to hear from you guys oh yes oh yes it's good to be back Octavius I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. And folks, it's good to be back talking with you guys. That's it for this episode. We will see you guys next time around. Until then, we love y'all. Peace. (laughs)